Hello and welcome to Part-Time Student Lifelong Learner, a practical guide on studying while working. My name is Asref and today we'll talk about choosing a subject and also I will share about my MBA experience. So a bit of a trivia, we shall look into uh, some subjects from around the world. Now, when the first master's degrees were given out in the 13th century at the French University of Toulouse, the subjects offered were theology, law and medicine. It was a much simpler time. So today, however, uh, postgraduate degrees have slightly evolved and some of the subjects that you are seeing here on the screen um, some of the range that are available today. There's brewing at Harriet Watt University in Scotland. There's yodeling at Lucerne University. And down south in Memphis, there's blues music. And there's also yard design at Southampton Solid. So it's a very interesting trivia just to start off our video for today. For you just to see the range of subjects and how it has evolved today. So when I was uh, deciding on a subject, it was either business administration, sustainable development, or strategic communication. These were the three topics that I was interested in. So they were not necessarily subjects that I was good at, but once that I had the lowest probability perhaps of failing, at least that is what I thought. My undergraduate degree was in engineering and my grades were tragic. So I knew better than making the same mistake. So I ended up on an MBA and I wrote a thesis on corporate sustainability, which sort of married uh, two of the three subjects that I was interested in. Now, within the MBA curriculum, the six core courses were finance, accounting, economics, organizational behavior, marketing, and strategy. Beyond these subjects, students are able to select qualitative or quantitative subjects befitting of their respective concentrations and areas of interest. Now, as numbers are never my strongest point, I chose for my electives Branding, negotiation, international business um, as the three main ones. So these were not ambitious, but I was being realistic. I wanted to complete the program alive. The learning experience is what you make of the course, but I thoroughly enjoyed the discourse, the debate and the banter that we had in the classroom. So be passionate about selecting a subject, but more importantly, uh, be, be practical. In, in doing it. Now let's look into some of the strategies that we can adopt in framing our, our thoughts in selecting a subject. So one strategy is to align your field of study with your profession. This way, your career in a, and academic pursuits can converge and benefit each other. My MBA syllabus was broad enough that it provided enough flexibility for me to tailor my needs at the workplace. 
the advantage of of such a program is that you can just tailor it to your needs. Now today, the argument against the the MBA degree is that it has been commoditized. Everybody everybody has got one. So I personally feel that there's a bit of truth as well in that. However, um, I do still feel that it is still valued by employers, especially those that come with new concentrations such as, such as digital leadership or, or innovation or sustainability leadership that are becoming more prevalent and important across organizations and industries. So, so the value of the degree, in my case, the MBA, is what you make of it. Some use it to progress their career, some to change or pivot into another career, and some just to tick off a lifelong dream. So the MBA serve the if if the degree serve the main reason you jump into the program at the beginning, then there's no problem to what subject you choose to um, further your study into. So in my case, however, the MBA was an unexpected step that led me further into the academic world, which was never in the plan. Yeah, so. Now, while the case of an MBA is universal enough to serve many professions, there are situations where people choose subjects that are related to their passion. So you can choose it in terms of relation to work, and you can choose it in terms of relation to passion. And these areas might have nothing to do with their jobs. I know an engineer who studied art history as a part-time pursuit. And I know an accountant who got a master's in counseling. So these are contrasting areas, but nevertheless, something that they are passionate about. Now, the challenge of this option is a limited opportunity to bring theory to practice or to apply lessons to the workplace because you spend eight hours at work um, with limited opportunity to put theory to practice. Um, in my in my situation, I had zero knowledge of uh, economic modeling, for example, before um, undertaking my MBA. I knew a bit on, on it, um, but the class that I took related to valuation enabled me to understand my finance clique further. So um, that was how the MBA has helped me. On the other hand, if somebody studied art history, for example, um, it's hard to bring that subject into to an engineering office, I would imagine. Now, that's it. Those who I've known who have taken contrasting subject as their postgraduate degree uh, that has nothing to do with their work have loved their experience. Some of them have loved their experience. They would engross in those activities in their spare time anyway. So, might as well turn that, that passion or hobby into something that they can structurally pursue in the form of a degree. So given the range of subjects that are available today, you'll never know when your hobby could potentially turn into a degree program. So it is important, however, to ensure that you have ample access to the required resources, library membership, access to, to, to your fieldwork, which usually the library membership will usually come with the student uh, membership. So that shouldn't be a problem. And everything is, is mostly online. Um, 
but for for part-time programs especially for students who learn from a distance you have to make sure that if you want to focus on a specific geography the people that you aim to interview is within a specific geography you have to make sure that you have access to those people nevertheless with everything moving online coming out of the pandemic um is becoming easier in a way uh, for people to be rich so at the same time i'm seeing quite a growing number of professionals undertaking coaching certificates as a form of part-time study so they have coursework on the concepts and methods that that need for them to do coaching and they need to then clock the specific coaching hours uh, for them to uh, pursue those qualifications. So in those contexts, for you to clock your coaching hours, that can still be done online. Traditionally, previously, that was done in person. But now that we are all under lockdown, um, that is applicable. And I think that is where the um, higher education sector is going moving forward. So choosing your subject, it could be something that's related to your job. You can put theory into practice. It could be related to your passion, something that you don't mind diving deep into. Or if your uh, passion is related to your job, it could be something that is at the intersection of both your profession and also your passion. That is our coverage for today. I thank you for your support and we shall meet up in the next episode. Thank you.